Hey everybody, thank you so much for tuning in to Morning Breath today. If it's your first time and you're wondering what Morning Breath is, it's a daily devotion where one of our pastors and a co-host read a chapter from the Bible the night before, come in the next day, and read it on air with you guys, whether that's on YouTube, Spotify, or the radio. If you want more information about Morning Breath or anything East Coast, download our app. It's called the East Coast app, or go to our website at eccc.us. Now let's jump into the Word. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by Pastors Matt and Jessica Stahlbaum. Hey, welcome to Morning Breath, your drive time devotion. Sure to jumpstart your day. I'm Matt, and this is Jessica. What is up? (laughs) (laughs) Not much is up. I'm wearing my Detroit Tigers sweatshirt sweater thing that we got in What's up, my girl? Hey. We, um... We went to Michigan yep. on a road trip in June. And you're from Michigan. I'm from Michigan. Don't know. I'm from Michigan, so the Detroit Tigers, I don't even know if they're good right now, but I'll just always love them, you know. Because there's no other baseball team that we don't love. watch baseball. Yeah, but I love the Tigers because I grew up going to be, but going to their baseball games, and okay. I was really there for the cotton candy, but <laughs> I so still you love really, them. You don't like the Tigers as much as you like the Tigers' cotton candy? Correct. I just Makes love sense. cotton candy. Yeah. Classic. But, you know, the Lions are another story. They're garbage. They, they were good when Barry Sanders was with them when I was a kid, and then British. I met you, and you were a Broncos fan, and so I switched teams oh, yeah. to the Broncos all the way, but I'm still a Tigers fan. And I love this sweatshirt because it makes me think of our trip. We did... 3,000 miles, 11 states in 10 days. Mm. That is so crazy. Now that I think back, we slept in six different beds on that journey, but we saw my grandma in Ohio, my grandma in Michigan. We saw aunts and uncles and cousins and more cousins in Kentucky and spent time with friends in Georgia. And it was just, it was really fun. It was fun. It was was a lot of fun. Awesome. Yes. It's been a summer of shalom. Has it not? Yeah. Pure shalom. Nothing lacking. Nothing missing, nothing lacking. Really good. That's something that you said in one of your messages in the very beginning of the summer. And I just really, I love to remind myself about it. And when you say it again, I'm like, yes, it is supposed to be a summer of shalom. Yeah. Let's get back to it. I got to remind ourselves about that. So what was the, what was that message in case people wanted to go back and watch it? It was was unshakable soul. Yeah. Unshakable soul. I think it was like June 2nd or something. It was unshakable soul. It was the third Third message? I know what it is. No, it was the fourth message. Was it? Yeah, because you had unshakable spirit, unshakable church, unshakable church, church, unshakable word, and unshakable soul. They were all good. So it was the fourth message. It's called unshakable, unshakable soul. <laughs> Easy for you to say. Yeah, it was really good. I can't find That's fine. where it we was. We don't need the date. I do want to know it, You though. can just go on YouTube like and I find it. I right here. Okay. Carry Believe on. him. Unshakable, all the things were so good. You should watch the messages if you missed them. We're going to start with our question. We have a question from Cindy Smith. Thank you, Cindy Smith. And the question is, if you could choose any performer to put on a show at your birthday, who would you pick? Kevin James. Oh, my gosh. That was my answer. No, it wasn't. Yes, look. Wrote it, but look what I wrote. Keep it clean. <laughs> Keep it clean, Kevin James. <laughs> exactly what my answer was i know i thought you looked at my notes no (gasps) oh my gosh we're meant to be what is the balloon guy alex the balloon guy he's my second choice you weren't with me and my dad and adeline at texas roadhouse it's either alex the balloon (laughs) guy or kevin james (laughs) 
this guy was so good. I hope he gets some business from this because he's local and he is like the best balloon artist I've seen in my life. And he was really funny too. But I mean, you could pick anyone. Cirque du Soleil. Nope. Alex the Alex balloon the guy. balloon guy from... You're welcome, Alex. From Longhorn. Texas Roadhouse. Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> in Rockledge. Vieira. <laughs> is Vieira? I don't know if it's Vieira. It's by um, Long Doggers. Okay. That one. Right. It's know. in the middle of Vieira and Rockledge. There's debate. You're welcome, Alex. Call Alex the balloon guy. But yeah, Kevin James is mine too. He's so funny. I'm going to so make a run for mayor of Rockledge one day. And I'm going to bring like... Fiera back into Rockledge. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it's the Rockledge zip code. Yep. Yep. Okay. Watch out. In all your spare time, (laughs) we're going to vote for Mayor Matt. (laughs) Mayor Matt Stahlbaum. I will not vote for you because I don't want you to do that job. (laughs) That would be crazy. That is so funny that we said the same thing. I will say it again, though. Keep it clean. Keep it clean. Kevin James, because he knows how to keep it clean and he's hilarious and he doesn't need to be filthy because he's funny enough. Yeah, he's super funny. Oh King gosh, of Queens, so one of the best funny. shows of all time. Seriously. We're getting into his new show. I don't know if it's going to take any turns that are inappropriate. So we will we're not recommend it, but he's so funny. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's funny. Yeah. So if you like funny shows, it's, I think it's what, PG? PG-13-ish? Yeah. Somewhere around there. It's good. Now we're going to talk about Second Thessalonians 1. Ready? Yeah. Here I go. Paul, Sylvanius, Silas, and Timothy. To the church of the Thessalonians in God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ, grace to you and peace, inner calm and spiritual well-being from God, the Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. We ought to always and indeed are morally obligated as those in debt to give thanks to God for you, brothers and sisters, as is fitting, because your faith is growing ever greater, and the unselfish love of each one of you toward one another is continually increasing. Therefore, we speak to you with pride among the churches of God for your steadfastness, your unflinching endurance and patience, and your firm faith in the midst of all the persecution and crushing distress which you endure. This is a positive proof of the righteous judgment of God, a sign of his fair verdict, so that you will be considered worthy of his kingdom for which indeed you are suffering. For after all, it is only just for God to repay with distress those who distress you. Oh, I like that verse. It is only just for God to repay with distress those who distress you and to give relief to you who are so distressed and to us as well. When That came from deep. When the Lord Jesus is revealed from heaven with his mighty angels in a flame of fire, dealing out full and complete vengeance to those who do not seek to know God and to those who ignore ignore and refuse to obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus by choosing not to respond to him. These people will pay the penalty and endure the punishment of everlasting destruction, banished from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power. When he comes to be glorified in his saints on that day, that is glorified through the changed lives of those who have accepted him as Savior and have been set apart for his purpose and to be marveled at among all who have believed because our testimony to you was believed and trusted and confirmed in your lives. With this in view, we constantly pray for you that our God will count you worthy of your calling to faith and with his power fulfill every desire for goodness and complete your every work of faith that is so good so that the name of our lord jesus will be glorified in you by what you do and you in him according to the precious grace of our god and the lord jesus christ isn't it so interesting that i've read this like multiple times just in bible reading and i read it multiple times preparing for this and i'm still seeing new and different things Mm. as i'm reading it so good so good Here's what stood out to me, verse 7. And to give you who are troubled rest. That's good. I love it. I just love that idea. And 
Proverbs, I think it's chapter 9. I'd have to go back, but it talks about um, that God will multiply your days and add to your years. And, you know, sometimes when we're going through trouble, we think, man, our, our days are being divided and our years are being subtracted away from us. But we serve a God who loves us and who actually will multiply our days. That's and good. And that, I mean, I don't think about what that means. God will multiply your days like that could mean a lot of different things, but the blessings of God are more than what could be accomplished in human time just by adding to our day. No, he can bless us and multiply our days, like multiply what's going on within a day, and he will actually add life to you. He will add to your years. I just love that idea that he is going to give us rest when we're troubled, when a lot of times when we're troubled, all we can see is more trouble, you know? Yeah. Like it's more troubles coming. Yeah. You almost look for it. You almost expect it, which yeah. is so dumb. Or it you just, hear that, that it phrase. Compounds. Like wait for the other shoe to drop or that comes in threes or all the ridiculous things that people yeah. say. It's it's almost a, there's like a disorder. It's like the shoe drop disorder where you're like constantly thinking something else is going to go bad. Mm-hmm. Something else is going to go, or excuse me, something else is going to go bad because something's going good. That's actually what that means. Oh. When the other shoe drops, it's like the good shoe hits. Wait for the other shoe. The bad shoe is coming. Oh, really? by. Yes, that's what that means. It means the other shoe, something bad is coming. Oh, wow. Like, so when something good happens, we're like, oh, well, something bad is going to happen now. You I know thought that? both shoes were bad. No. The, oh. One shoe's great. <laughs> Two shoes, not so good. That's funny. But God's going to give you rest. And to give you, you who you, who, who, who. <laughs> and to give you who are troubled rest. Come on. Thank you, Lord, that. As I am troubled, you are giving me rest. rest. You are multiplying my days with rest and adding to my life, Lord. That's funny that we're like years. looking up, Just Lord. Because I'm praying right now. I'm, I'm, teaching, I'm teaching people how to pray, like how to just speak out in faith. That's good. And that's not funny. That's where God is. He's up there. <laughs> He's also here with us. He's I just, taller we than us, We were both doing it. We He's were tall. both doing He's like. He's very tall. Yeah. He's not tiny. Like a wistful. And we're look. sitting down. So. Yes, that's true. He's tall. The earth is his footstool. Isn't that amazing? He's Yet very, he's very large. Here and now. <laughs> he's here with us right here and now. It's so good. I like the thought of when you're in trouble, believing for and looking for and proclaiming out, like you said, speaking in faith for the rest. Like, mm-hmm. thank you, Lord. This is a promise to you. All the promises of God are yes and amen. We sing songs about that. But like, do we really know what the promises of God are? Well, here's one of them. Mm-hmm. It's really good. All right. So my soap. For 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, I chose verse 3, and it is, We ought always, and indeed, are morally obligated as those in debt to give thanks to God for you, brothers and sisters, as is fitting, because your faith is growing ever greater, and the unselfish love of each one of you toward one another is continually increasing. And so my observation is that these Thessalonian people had a faith so obvious that news of it had spread all the way back to Paul as well as love and care for their fellow believers. And my application for this day is to let faith rise today for all you're believing for, I'm believing for, and walk in unselfish love. So that's another way to take a verse from the Bible and apply it to your life for today. So application, let faith rise today for all you're believing for and believing for several things and walk in unselfish love. And then my prayer was, Lord, help me walk in unselfish love today toward everyone I encounter. I trust you for all the refreshing I need. And I ask for your help to be a conduit of love for others. 
And then I put a prayer in there for someone I'm believing for for healing as well. But it's good. Yeah. Do you want me to keep going? Yeah, sure. Verse two is grace to you and peace, inner calm and spiritual well-being from God, the Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. And that is something that I think we also can read as a declaration. What if we greeted one another this way? Grace to you and peace, <laughs> inner calm and spiritual well-being from God, the Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. What if we literally just said that? Like, grace to you and peace from God to you. You I know, would like from that. yeah, from like heaven to you, out of I'm a conduit. Of that to you. Grace to you and peace. I like it. Today. Me too. I think we should do that. Grace to you and peace from God. That's what this that's how it says. It's a little shorter. It's kinda of Yeah, I had say. a prayer point at the bottom. Where was I reading that from? It said prayer point. I lost it. Prayer point. Oh well, I don't see it. I lost it. Okay. Um, verse four. I really like these this combination of words. It says, Therefore we speak of you with pride among the churches of God. Remember, Paul is writing a letter. To these people who live in Thessalonica, this is the second letter he wrote them that we know of, that we have. That's why it's called Second Thessalonians. And he says, we speak of you, Paul is speaking, we speak of you guys, you Thessalonians, with pride among the churches of God for your steadfastness. And this is how they, it defines steadfastness. Your unflinching endurance and patience and your firm faith in the midst of all the persecution and crush, crushing distress which you are enduring. Like what great attributes. I would love for someone to describe me in that way. Mm -hmm. To say that you could I I talk about you Jessica with pride because you are steadfast. You are unflinchingly that doesn't work. Endurance. <laughs> you have unflinching endurance and patience because those things aren't just like magically appear. Like you don't just happen to be unflinchingly in endurance fied. <laughs> Or patient. Like those are things that you have to earn because you have to choose it and because you have to practice it. Like you have to be uh, full of patience. You have to choose patience. You have to choose to endure. You have to choose to be unflinching in the face of adversity. And I mean, the adversity these guys are talking about too is like nothing that we have to deal with. It's like persecution for being a Christian, for choosing Christ, uh, being slandered and even their lives and their livelihood and everything taken away from them because they're choosing to be Christians. Like the, we get a little bit of that in these, this day and age, a little yeah. bit of cancel culture, a little yeah. bit of, you know, you don't have the right to have, you know, a, a bakery if you don't want to follow the sort of ways and laws of the culture. True. We do get a little bit of that, but they get a lot. They had a lot more um, yeah. of actual, torture and different things like that, being arrested and thrown into prison for being a Christian. But we are starting to face in American culture a persecution uh, for mm -hmm. Christian beliefs and uh, definitely a war right now mm -hmm. on Christian ideology, especially with gender identity and sexual preferences. That's the big, like, that's the one that's we're at war right now. Does the Bible, you know, just basically trying to say that, you know, Sexual identity and sexual preference, the way that the Bible speaks about it, isn't relevant to today. And if you are, you know, you're not, you're, you don't love people, you don't care for people, and all that stuff. And and so we're starting to face that strongly. Um, and uh, it's all around us. And it's okay. We can still preach the word of God with boldness. We can still love people as they are still respect and care for them and also still speak the truth at the same time. Yeah. Jesus did it masterfully. And I don't know if you want to say anything else about that, mm -hmm. but I love the idea of verse four that 
Paul is boasting of people. Mm -hmm. And it reminded me, uh, recently I preached a message about honor. It's where you see value in somebody and you add to that value and you honor them by recognizing value and then adding to that. And you can add to that in words and in action and it makes a difference. And honor really comes to life when your heart is in it, but action is applied to that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, honoring somebody could be stopping the room and saying, hey, I just wanted to tell you, man, don't we have a great boss? Like, isn't he awesome? Can we just thank this person right now for really, you know, providing work for all of us? You know how shocking that would be if you did that in your company and you stopped everything and were just like gave a shout out to your boss? Like what what a, a load off that would be for him or her and like how encouraging that would be. Well, I want to tell you like, that would be shocking in a lot of environments, but I, it's not actually that shocking here at East Coast. In our environments, we actually do something uh, every Monday morning where we pray for all the prayer requests that come in. Mm-hmm. And then we have like a shout out time where we usually shout out something that maybe we've done, but some of them we've said, hey, you're only allowed to shout out for somebody else, mm-hmm. something you saw in someone else. And, uh, you know, we were there, someone, hey, stop, I want to go first. I want to thank Pastor Matt and Jessica for what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. Pastor, Pastor Jessica, Pastor Matt. Blah blah blah. This and it was like then everybody was just taking turns shouting out. Well, not everyone did that, but yeah. most everyone who understood what was going on was shouting out for other people. Yeah, and it's just a fun way to start a week. Yeah, is we we talk about the wins. We celebrate what people are doing. We well. call it a simple celebration, yeah, we, and we take twenty minutes to start the week of giving shout-outs to one another and accolades to one another for all the hard work that went on over the weekend, but also to recognize what God did. Like, if we don't stop, it's just Sundays are coming again. Mm-hmm. You know, Sundays are coming again. It always yeah. comes. And if you don't stop and, and just – and plus we're multi, multi-campus, multi multi-location, and so I get to hear what went on at the Coco campus, and they get to hear what went on at the Vieira campus. And it's just – it's turning into my favorite time of the week. Yeah. It's really fun. Celebrate the wins. You know, we – I would say every business should do that. Yeah. Like, and you're like, every week? Like, yeah. You know, I, you read and told me about this, but the Ritz-Carlton, um, before every shift change, mm-hmm. the manager pulls every employee together before the shift change and goes over the values of the company. Yep. Every, that would be three times a day. There's usually three shifts. Yep. And they remind everybody of like, this is why we do what we do. Mm-hmm. Ritz-Carlton is, is kind of like the founders of sort of that customer care. Our pleasure. My pleasure actually and came, or Chick-fil-A says my pleasure, that came from the Ritz-Carlton. Yeah, and so then Chick-fil-A grabbed onto a mm-hmm. lot of the culture that the Ritz-Carlton had yep. and uh, grabbed that and ran with it in the fast food industry. And they're, they... They stand out. Oh, the average Chick-fil-A makes four, five times more than the average fast food restaurant. like, And they're open six days. And they're only, yeah, they're open one-seventh less. Yeah, of the entire year. And they it's make pretty wild. five times more. Yeah. And it's biblical principles that are outworked in, yeah. Customer they, care, caring for one crazy. another. The value of what Honor does in a community is massive. I mean, there's been so many times where you've honored me like, and I didn't necessarily deserve it or feel like I deserved it. And it's blessed me. And uh, I want to honor you right now. <laughs> I love you. Oh, thanks. And I, I don't know if we would have done this episode if it wasn't for you, actually. Because I was, I was pretty tired. Yeah. I was like, let's, 
let's not record right now. And I'm like, we can do it. And you can do it. Well, well I only thought we could do it because you're here. Oh, so good. thank you. Well, I couldn't You've do it. Added you. a ton of life to Morning Breath. Good. And made a massive difference in this broadcast and show because I've done this show. Oh, probably for 15 years. At least, yeah. Yeah. I used to do it twice a week and yeah. for an hour and it used to be an hour. Or, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Wow. That like was a lot hour. of disdain. No, I'm like, I don't know how to talk that much. I don't know how to talk that long. Well, Pastor Dan, my dad, and I, we can definitely talk <laughs> you, for an you hour. You two together okay. can talk for an hour for sure. I'm just like, I have a limit to my words. But I want to say, you're welcome. Thank you for saying that. Um, that book where I read that about Ritz Carlton was called Excellence Wins by Horst Schultze. I don't remember where the guy's from. I believe maybe Austria, but the way that you spell his last name, I think is S-C-H-U-L-T-Z-E. And it's it's a really small book, but it's so good. Horst Schultz? Horst. Horst. Schultz. 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 Yeah. I think that's how you say it. I'm so sorry, Mr. Schultz. <laughs> I'm saying it wrong, but it's a really, really, really good book. And he's a believer and he runs his company with excellence and he says excellence wins. So that's the name of the book. Um, verse 11 says, with this in view, we constantly pray for you that our God will count you worthy of your calling to faith and with his power, fulfill every desire for goodness and complete your every work of faith. And as I was reading this the first time, I just said, I love that because Paul is saying he's praying for these people, the Thessalonians. He's praying that they would uh, be worthy of the calling. That means they're called that God has called them to this great work, that he has equipped them, he has chosen them, he's plucked them out of eternity to live in the time and the space and the place that they are, that he knew that there would be persecution and he chose them to be the ones to to experience that. And he that's their calling. And then he's praying that, that God's power would fulfill every desire for goodness and complete their every work of faith. So everything that they're believing for, he's just coming alongside them and adding his faith to it. I, I pray with people sometimes at church or wherever, just a friend. And I'm like, I know that you don't have faith for this because this is really difficult, but you can borrow some of mine. Like, I feel like that's what Paul's doing here is like, I'm coming alongside of you and I'm going to lend you some of my faith. Because sometimes when you're not in the thick of it, I can have faith for something you're believing for in your health and vice versa. Like you can have greater faith for something that I'm struggling with day after day and you can stand on the outside of it and say, no, I've, I've seen God move the mountains before and I'm going to believe with you that he'll do it again. Yeah, it's, and, en- it's encouragement. Yes. Like when I'm discouraged, you can encourage me and vice yeah. versa. Yeah. So my um, Bible is the Amplified Translation and Joyce Meyer has commentary in it and she says, do you know that there are Christians in the world today who cannot worship freely and have been disowned by their families, imprisoned, or even killed for their faith? I encourage you to remember and pray regularly for persecuted believers around the world. Pray they will have strength to withstand the persecution they face and remain strong in their faith and that the name of Jesus will be glorified in and through their lives. And I just remember um, this guy, Pastor Andrew, who was imprisoned in Turkey. And a couple years ago, uh, my kids and I were reading an article about him. And I just said, guys, let's pray. Let's believe. And and our son, Reagan, he took out a post-it note and he said, he wrote on there, I believe Pastor Andrew is going to get out of jail on this day. And I don't believe it was that day, but he wrote it down and we prayed and we believed. And he actually was let out of jail, like very close to the time. And he had been in jail for years. And so I think this is so important for us to actually be aware that there are Christians who are, yes, we experience uh, cancel culture and some persecution here in America, but there are Christians who are persecuted, 
to the point of losing their families, being imprisoned, or even being killed for their faith. And Mm. so I just want to pray. I'll pray right now for them. Lord, I just pray for... Um, believers around the world who are being persecuted for their faith, who are imprisoned right now, we pray that you would be near uh, to the brokenhearted, that you would bind their wounds, that as they draw near to you, you are drawing near to them, that you are making a way where there is no way, that you are uh, making a way out, making a way of escape, and also just uh, sustaining them while they're while they're where they are, God, that they would be effective in their ministry, even where you've uh, where they are right now. And I just pray for for hope and healing and um, freedom and freedom for the captives right now in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. And that is awesome. And uh, it starts with grace and it ends with grace that God may be glorified in you and you and in him. I love that by the grace of God. And yeah. we would just say that to you by the grace of God, let him be glorified in you and that you would be in him as well. Thanks for listening to Morning Breath. We'll see you next time. Bye. You are listening to the Morning Breath podcast from East Coast Christian Center. Please enjoy a word from our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Barfield Contracting and Associates is a fully licensed and insured roofing and building contractor. They are located in Coca Village, but service all of Brevard County and surrounding communities. They also offer military and senior discounts and free estimates and appreciate every opportunity they are given. 321 454 4531. That's 321 454 4531. Barfield Contracting, treating you like family. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. Are you a young adult between the ages of 18 and 29, seeking community and an opportunity to press into the Word of God on a deeper level? Join us at Mezzanine, Sunday nights at 7. Experience powerful and impacting messages alongside like-minded individuals that are passionate about pursuing the heart of God. Visit mezzanine.church to get plugged in. Hi, I'm Scott Langston. I'm a broker associate who has specialized in commercial real estate for the past 27 years. I sell real estate for Remax Elite. I give free broker price opinions to anyone selling real estate. If you are looking to buy or lease real estate, I will represent you at no cost to you. My phone number is 321-403-1111. My website is scottlangston.com. Go out and make it a great day. 
Pineapple Garden, assisted living facility located in Rockledge. Affordable care with daily activities and a friendly 24-hour staff, making sure you or your loved ones are safe and secure. Find them online at pineapplegarden.com. For over 30 years, CB Plumbing has been a family-owned and operated business that is dedicated and proud to serve the Brevard County community. CB Plumbing offers both drain and sewer line cleaning for commercial and residential. CB Plumbing for all your plumbing needs. 321-783-6000. That's 321-783-6000. Customer satisfaction is their guarantee. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath podcast.